The world can't help but pay attention to Africa's entertainers. We do it like nobody else can. My name is Vimbai Mutimiri Ekpenyong, and I'm here to bring you access to the continent's biggest celebrities. From music superstars to iconic actors to the most well-known African names, you can hear them all on the A-List with Vimbai every single Thursday at 6.30 p.m. only on ZFM Stereo. Z. Hello everybody, it's Thursday evening and you know what that means. It means you get blessed by the voice of Mbai Mutiniri Epenyong right here on the A-List with Mbai. We're on every single Thursday, 6.30pm right here on ZFM Stereo and we're going to get straight into the biggest conversations on the continent and of course, you know the drill by now, we're also going to sit down with a massive, massive personality later on. So just, you know, sit down, relax if you're driving, take it easy, enjoy my voice and enjoy the gist and the juicy scoop that I'm about to share with you. So we kick off the show with a show actually that everybody's been talking about right now. It's Young African and Famous. Now this has broken the continent's internet a few times this week. So you'd think that the cast are chuffed about the show's success, right? Well, not quite the case. Annie Adibia has come out to express her displeasure with how her storyline was edited on the show. So she says so many great scenes were taken out of the show and she was working hard every single day she was filming the show and you know she was in Johannesburg she was busy developing her range of household essential cleaning products she was hosting gigs she was even shooting magazine covers and she said that it came across as though she spent four months in Joburg planning a vow renewal Come on, guys. Well, you know what? It must be so frustrating. But on a positive note, she has all of our attention right about now, right? So we're paying attention, Annie. So now you can promote whatever you want to promote. Still on Young African and Famous in Kenya. Comedian Eric Omondi vented to his 3.8 million followers about how he feels the show idea was actually stolen from him. He went there. Omondi has a show called Wife Material and he spoke out that someone either watched his show and copied it or this is just some sort of very, very, very stuck coincidence. Uh, okay, brother, we have no comments for you. Now, we're still in Kenya over the same matter. I told you, the internet just keeps breaking. This time, Kenyan billionaire heiress of the Karoshi Breweries dynasty, Annalisa Mwigai, talks about how she was actually approached to be on the reality show, but she turned down the offer. She said she didn't feel that the project was a worthwhile reality show. <laughs> Excuse us, miss. She says that it was just a polished version of a local Kenyan reality show show called Nairobi Diaries. She said she has her eyes on shows like Dragon's Den and The Apprentice. Hmm, spoken like a true heiress. Ha, must be nice to have all that money at hand. Anyway, I'm officially all Netflixed out. Let's shift our attention to today's interview. We're sitting down with a self-made woman who has built her mega brand from the ground up with her bare hands. And she's also just been recognized with not one, not two, but three whole nominations at Africa's Oscars, which are coming up. That's the Africa Magic Viewers Choice Awards. So today we're getting up close and personal with the actress, TV host, musician, Bisola. Don't touch that dial. This is the A-List with Mumbai right here on ZFM Stereo. And remember, you can stream this every single week. Just go to www.zfmstereo.co.zw. Now, let's get up close and personal with Bisola. See. 
Okay, yes. everybody, you are locked into the A-list with Vambai right here on ZFM Stereo. So every single week, you know the drill. We bring you up close and personal with some of Africa's favorite personalities. Zimbabwe, can I get a drum roll, please? Are you ready for the one, the only, Bisolama girl? How are you? Yeah. Well, how are you, Vimbai? <laughs> I'm good. I'm better now. So, you know what, Bisola, you're one of those people who, I mean, you know, I, I, yeah. I saw you on screen on Big Brother Niger. Yeah. Yeah. I used to just kind of like yes. silently stand you and just follow your account and stalk you. So you're one of those people who often I just watch your success. I'm like, wait, you. I know her, but I stalk you <laughs> seven because your journey is incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much, Vibai. <laughs> Thank you so so much. Let's let's start from like the get-go, because of course everybody is familiar mm. with Big Brother Niger, but that's that's in your yeah. past now. Um, you've evolved mm. so much. So, you know, <laughs> about sort of, you know, getting out of that journey and just hitting the ground yeah. running and making sure running. that you hit the mark and you were known as the actress yes. and the host and not as the reality TV yes. star. TV star. Okay, so um, thankfully I had been in entertainment for quite a number of years before, before Big Brother. Um, coming out of Big Brother it was just really easy to get back into what I was already doing, which is the acting. Um, then I decided to give music a bit m- more of me, even though I've put that on hold now, because uh, music is too expensive. Oh my gosh. So, um, because I was already in the filmmaking business, it just kind of made it easier for me to get back on track with that. And somehow that has been, you know, been helping me. And then brands all obviously want to associate with me um having my uh management company working with me to you know make the big bisola brand bigger than big brother you know like let, let me not just have that tag of oh she's just a reality star just a reality star and not just thriving on that on that fact so i guess with uh, movies i produced music that i released People got to see the other sides of me. One, oh, even till date, I still get a lot of comments. Oh my gosh, Bisola, you have such a good voice. Why are you not singing? Why? And I'm like, you people don't know how expensive this thing is, you know. (laughs) But um, I've decided that with the music, I probably would just release stuff for fun. Anyone that just travels and does well, fine. But I don't think I, I, I want to actively push or pump so much money into it. I don't know, maybe a track that would make me, that would motivate me, would make me do that. But so far, it's been... Yo, it's been very good. So, okay, so film is your first love. <laughs> Actually, music is my first love. No way, so I in, spend that I money now. I promise you. Ah, Vibai, there are responsibilities. School fees is waiting for me. <laughs> you know? Right. So, if, if I hadn't tried, it's a different case. But I did try, and I—it it was almost, almost like a, a Robin Peter to pay Paul kind of thing. So all my other streams of income, what I was getting from it was what I was pumping into the music, and because maybe I wasn't doing what. Um, the audience wanted to see or wanted to hear and I know there's always oh carve a niche for yourself and all of that but maybe I wasn't doing what they wanted to hear so maybe that's why I didn't make that much money or maybe there's some other sort of strategy I should pursue that will make that you know 
pick up. But music was my first love because in 2008, I was on a reality show project thing. Um, I made it to the top five and it was there and I was like, ah, yes, no, music, music, music. But on that show, that was where I got um, my first acting gig from that show. And it was, I, I never thought I would even be in the filmmaking industry at all. It was music, music all the way for me. So music was my first love. Movies happened. And so far, movies has been paying the bills. <laughs> you know, life is so funny like that. But, yeah. you know, just yesterday I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking about sort of this phenomenon of us having dreams and, mm-hmm. you know, life happening and yeah. sort of always living with that desire. It's, still, it's always there, that, mm-hmm. that aspiration. Mm-hmm. How are mm-hmm. you managing that? You know, do you feel, did you feel, did you go through a period of disappointment? Or are oh. you... Feeling, hopeful or you know where are you with managing your music dream um to be honest i still have tons of disappointments in my life as we speak um i feel like i haven't it almost feels as though there's not enough time like oh my gosh Priscilla, you're 36 years old you've not achieved this you're soon you're going to be 40 very soon you've not achieved this what have you done with your life oh this music thing that you're doing eh, put it on i actually even made the decision to put that on hold but with other things that i really really would have loved to achieve um uh, with my life i have certain fears as well strong fears where i just feel like it, it and it's have i had my down moments of maybe a bit of depression yes i have um uh, but with that, what I what what I learned or what I'm trying to do, which is constant work in progress, which I'm always on every day, is a deliberate action to be happy. So I try to make myself happy so that I don't sink deep into that dark hole of um, of depression. Uh, sometime last year. I had all, all of these thoughts running through my head, like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? Why are things not moving at the pace I want them to go at? I haven't achieved this. What happens if I drop dead now? What's, what's the security for my child? You know, and all of those thoughts were going through me. And I had moments where I would literally just break down and just be in tears for no reason. For no reason at all. So I spoke to a few friends. They introduced me to people I could talk to. And that kind of helped. So I'm always, always, every morning, I have these affirmations I say to myself. I always try to see the positive in so many things. I, I try. It's not easy. I wouldn't lie to you. It's not easy. But um, it's a deliberate act. It's it's a lot of work, you know, fighting with your own mind and feelings. That, you know what, I'm going to be happy. I'll do things that make me happy. I love eating food, so eating food makes me happy. <laughs> so little, little stuff like that, I, I just try to do it. And I kind of pat myself on the back for everything. Say, for instance, oh, I was able to uh, arrange my closet. Oh, because that's the job well done. You did it yourself. You know, you didn't have to get help or anything. So well done for that. Oh, I got home earlier than normal today. I pat myself on the back for that. Um, I was able to cook a meal that I really like or eat a meal that I really like. So I just pat myself on my back for the little things that happen and I, I derive pleasure from that. But do I still have moments where I feel like I am not enough and I'm not done enough? Yes. But I just try now not to let them weigh me down. You know, I'm I'm honestly just, I, I, I'm in awe because you're so accomplished 
Um, Visola, you, you're so accomplished. I mean, we're going to get into your most recent AMBCA nominations uh, that yes. were announced last week. And, you know, yes. we look at somebody like you who's got, I mean, you, you have an army on social media. Uh, <laughs> back to back. You're on our screens, on yes. our TV screens, in our cinemas. Uh, yes. So I just wonder, you know, is the pressure more societal pressure? Is it family pressure or is it internal pressure that, you know, we because it's not it's not just you. It's a lot yeah. of women. Um, you know, there's the first kind of wave of pressure that happens in our twenties, right? Because uh, yeah. by the time you're thirty as a woman, you should have done XYZ. Um and now yeah. I see it creeping into our thirties as well. With us yes. like by forty, you must have done XYZ. I've done this, yes. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, where are we drawing the lines? Because I look at <laughs> one of Africa's most successful stars. Where do we draw wow. the line, you know? Um, so personally, I think for me, the pressure is more internal. And like you said, yeah, maybe I think, I think, I think it's more, it's more of what we're accustomed to. Um, with anything any woman does, she always has to go over and beyond to, to show and prove that she's successful. She can do things on her own. She really doesn't need support from uh, from men or a man. What she's done is her sweat and blood. So we're kind of wired that way, naturally, or maybe our upbringing, our upbringing. I think for me, I, I got to see a lot of my aunties and even my mom struggle on their own to do things to fend for themselves and fend for the family and stuff so um i think there's a positive and a negative um part to it the negative being that you know it's like the pressure never ends it just feels like you're never really going to have enough you're never going striking to a balance which is where i am at mentally now with even with my little accomplishments as mo- as little as doing the dishes at home i should pat myself on the back for it so that i i don't put too much pressure on it on my on me um i have a daughter and you know i try to always make her now feel like you're enough with everything that's about you like don't 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 hassle don't don't stress if you can't do it, it's fine. If, if, if you learn this, if you don't like, so they teach them Mandarin in school and she's not really a fan of Mandarin, but I'm like, hey, China, you have to learn it just because but she's like, ah, mommy, that ah, she's not really such a fan of it. And, you know, I thought about it again, spoke to some friends and I was like, it's true, Sha. You know, the Bill Gates of the world, they do not speak Chinese now, you know, and they're still accomplished. Kata Kata will get, will get a, a, a translator, right? You know, but I'm, I always just try to make her say that, okay, fine. It's it's not by force, but it's a good thing. Like, no knowledge is wasted. If you know it, it's good. You can just have it somewhere stored at the back of your mind, but don't just rule it out completely. But I will I force you to do it? No, I wouldn't do that. So that there's not pressure on her to always step up. My daughter is sort of competitive. And um, I see it in everything she does. She wants to always come out tops she wants to be the best even with her classmates when she's having um she's having schoolwork you know she takes stuff on her head and she's oh her other team mates they're not they're not putting in effort into the project then i'm like lola calm down you know you even if you're going to ask them to do it nicely you don't know what they're going through 
not everybody has the time that you have. You're an only child. You probably have siblings and other stuff going on around them. So just, so just chill. So it's good. And it also has its negative parts. But for me, me personally, Bisola, I think the accomplishing part is more internal. So I'm now easing up a bit. I'm easing up a bit. I'm not forgetting it. I'm not throwing it aside, but I'm easing up a bit with, you know what, just take your time. You can drop dead any moment. So just be happy with each day that comes to... Yeah, God God for you, but that life happens, you know. Life happens, but, you know, I just think to myself, like, just be happy with every day that you get to breathe. Enjoy it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself mentally because I think it's when you put too much pressure on on you you get to miss out the little sweet details and moments of of life so that's what i'm trying to constantly just catch up on daily daily and with work uh projects that i'm on uh, that I'm, I'm trying to do i'm trying to birth i'm just like take it easy everything will happen at god's time everything will happen at god's time just chill give it to god and you know everything will ha- happen at his time he's already told you don't worry baby i got you so just chill just chill it's like I'm, it, it almost felt like like where I was last year. It almost felt like I was rushing God, and I think He was deliberately telling me, "Girl, you, you you can't rush me. I do things at my own pace, so you gotta chill." You know, and I learned that you know the difficult way fighting myself, fighting my emotions, and all of that. And it was not a nice feeling. It, it wasn't it wasn't a good place at all. So I'm like, why worry? Why hurry? Just just chill, and everything will fall into place. Everything will fall into place. Yeah. <laughs> it's falling into very pleasant places because yeah, I mean we're not even done the first quarter of 2022. And yes. You your two nominations for the African three actually three three. three. I'm sorry, I missed the third one. Three <laughs> of them, only you. Yes, like oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So on that day, yeah. On the day I heard of the nomination, I we all knew that EMBC nominations was happening, but I was filming. And in between filming, I, I had a performance I had already been paid to be at. So I'm like, I know how film productions can be. They can waste time and stuff. So I'm panicking. There's a lot of pressure on my head. I'm like, oh, producer, director, please let me go. We're done with my scenes. This is, okay, can, even, okay, even if we're not done, I can we just make it fast, you know? So eventually they're like, okay, Bisola, you can go. When I get to the venue, that's when I, you know, I let out that sigh. Of, like, okay, fine, you've made it here. Thankfully, I waited for another minute, about 40 minutes before I got on stage to perform. But I was so glad that that happened. So now my phone wasn't with me. I had given it to one of my managers to hold on to. So, you know, I didn't see him after the performance. I'm like, where is my phone set? Where's my phone set? What's going on? Meanwhile, I didn't miss that one of my managers. Anyway, continue. Oh! <laughs> continue. <laughs> Oh, stop! <laughs> so, so he he eventually comes to me, maybe after about an hour, and I'm like, oh, okay, thanks, thanks, thanks. I get my phone and I see missed calls, I see messages. I'm like, ah, what's going on? Like, why are these people calling me back to back? So I then open my Instagram and I'm like, I see a wow from one person. I'm like, what's this one say? I tap the wow, and I'm like, oh, you got three nominations. I'm like, eh, eh, eh? Three nominations, how? Yeah, from what? Doing how? Which category? Which category? But the person was still watching, so wasn't really paying attention to me. I go into WhatsApp, and I have this group with um, Adeswa, Itomi, and Bimba Dimui. We were both, uh, we were, all three of us were on a sugar rush. So 
Adesua, and Adesua was hosting the 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 nominations the that that evening. So she sends me a message, and I'm like, this piece, another one, another. I'm like, hey, God, another. Like I'm literally asking, what are the categories? Oh my God! So it took me like another thirty minutes. Messages were coming in, calls were coming in. Wow, this one a good one. I said, thank you, but I've still not seen it. I still don't know what category. <laughs> so I finally, after a while, I settled down, and then someone sent me screenshots. You know, of them watching and taking pictures of what categories I was in and then messages. I was like, OMG, I honestly could not believe. I'm like, what, how, where, when, because, why? And this is the first time um, I've been nominated for an EMDCA. And it was three awards. I'm like, what, how? In, like in all the actresses awards that I was nominated, I'm like, yo, God, nah, man, this is too much. He choked, you know? Yeah, he choked. So, so he choked, me, literally. So in all of those, in all three of those performances, you didn't? Yes. Did you at least have a hunch? You know, because it's times you, you maybe you, you go on stage yeah. or you, you get on set yeah. and you kill it, you watch your performance, you're like, yeah, yeah. If I don't yeah. get anything, yeah, it robbed me. You know, you may not say anything, but inside you'd be like, ah, I see these people. You know, there's something yeah. Yeah. happening on the inside. Did you? Yeah. Which of those performances did you feel so strongly about? Like, you know, what so 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 the performance I felt so strongly about was um this lady called Life. So there were two actually. Was one was for Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush, I thought, I was like, oh, it was released in 2019. I don't know if Jade is going to submit it. I don't know. That's the producer. She's going to submit it. Because we released it shortly before the AMVCs that year. It was in 2019. December was released. AMVC was in March. So there was no time for us to submit it anyway. So I'm like, does it fall under the category? Maybe, maybe not. But this lady called life. I was like, oh, my gosh. I hope Coyote submits this, you know. Um, and I'm, I, and thankfully, I got nominated for that one. So when I saw it, it was myself and my co-star, F.I.Y.R. He was also nominated for Best Male, uh, Best Actor in a Drama for that same movie. So I'm like, oh my God, thank you. So it was, it, I, I, that was the only movie like I had at the back of my mind. Like, ah, this lady called like, I think, I think, I think. And boom, that was it. And funny thing, all three categories that I was nominated in all the movies I was nominated in is the same director on all three. Oh wow. Same, I'm telling so, you, so same that, director. Who's the director? That director is your secret weapon. Kayode, Kayode Kasum. Kayode Kasum. I'm like, what? But this lady called Life, he directed it. Sugar Rush, he directed it. Dwindle, he directed it. So it was all three and it's him. I'm like, what in the world? You know. So I was very, very, very happy for that. So now we have to uh, we have to vote for you. Um, yes, I, I, you know. So everybody out there, please, uh, you know, there's so many ways to vote. Check Bisola's. Yes. I'm sure she's gonna be. Uh, yes, I have. Yes. Do you know what I want? I want the exclusive, what? right? See, mm. everything is, um, you know, in the power of the tongue, in the power of positivity. Yes. So I'm yes. just saying. As you walk up on stage and as you receive one of your many awards that you will yes. is give us a little sneak peek into your acceptance. Oh my goodness. Uh, so now, right now, I'm a little bit composed. So 
I think I can just what what I have been rehearsing since I got the nominations. Uh, thank you, you very much, ladies. I just, I yes, it. I have in front of the mirror. <laughs> I've been rehearsing in front of the mirror, talking to myself. Uh, like, thank you so much, the AMBCAs. Thank you, God, for this, uh, mommy. This uh, award is dedicated to you. So I have like different people for for if I if I win for Sugar Rush. And I said, oh, this is for the Sugar Sisters, Jadi of Shiberu, um, Kyrie Kasum. Thank you so much for believing in us. This is for us, the Sugar Girls. Hopefully, we're going to bring you a second part very soon. Thank you so much, AMVCs, for this recognition. I love you so much. For this lady called life, I'm dedicating this. <laughs> for this lady called life, I'm Girl, dedicating this. Your mirror every... has been busy. <laughs> My mirror has been really busy. I'm telling you. <laughs> It has really been busy. So now, yeah, that I've said I've practiced, I'm hoping that on the actual day, I can speak. Because I know at that moment, everything that you probably have rehearsed is just gone in your head. So I'm really, really hoping that I do remember when when I win the award. Let, 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 let me say that. Let me put it out there. When I win the award. So yes, I'm being positive. I hope I do remember. All I know is we see all sorts on award stages in, in the moment. So <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to give us something memorable. Whatever it's going to be. Thank I, you. It's all I know. It's going to be one of those clips that's probably going to go viral. And we're going to be like, you know, look, look at this. Stuff. But it's, you know, we can't wait to celebrate with you. I'm excited about that. Thank you, you know so much. You know, as we round up, there's been a lot of conversation, yeah. especially on the Zimbabwean scene about awards in general um, um so you um, know it's so refreshing to to speak to you and to hear your excitement and you know yeah. to also see something like the AMBCAs, which is so prestigious yeah. that they've been able to yeah. maintain a level of consistency um in visibility yes. and in people being excited and believing in the awards um so yeah. what's your take though generally on awards because you know in zimbabwe a lot of artists are opting out of even submitting their work from award shows, um, which we see as well mm -hmm. in Nigeria, with uh, especially on mm -hmm. the side. So, awards really matter to you at the end. So, uh, so it's it's a two way kind of thing. I know that a lot of people, including myself, feel no. I I know that I put in work whenever I'm for anything that I do. You know, and knowing that the the reception from the audience or from whoever gets to see it is amazing is enough for me. Knowing that oh, you've done a good job. Um, I could connect with my mother after this. I could connect with my sister after this. Oh, this happened to me in my life, and somehow this movie helped change my thoughts on certain things. So I know that th that there's a satisfaction that comes from when you get that kind of reception. Now, receiving. A nomination or an award from your colleagues uh, in the same business with you it's just like an extra tap or pat on the back now I know maybe because this is my first nomination I would have I would always uh, attend the AMVCs I have attended maybe two two yeah twice I've attended twice twice in the past and I wasn't nominated I wasn't nominated, but because it's us, it's for us by us, you know, and I'm part of the system. So that's why I attend, not because I was nominated or anything like that. Some people just feel like 
oh, why wasn't I, um, why wasn't I recognized for such good work that I put out? But let's also bear in mind that there's only so much that they can recognize at these awards. There's so many people that every day, year in, year out, they step up their game with their work that they're doing. So it doesn't mean that your project or what you're doing is any less. It just means that there was a lot of confusion going on back end as to whether or not they give this person or they give or not. It doesn't mean that you should stop submitting your work. Just keep it going. Let's use Leonardo DiCaprio, for instance. There's so many movies that we had seen him and I was like, why has this man not won an Oscar? But eventually it came. So it's like that. Um, I think that we shouldn't, as much as we would like to be recognized by our peers uh, in the awards section, we should also understand that for them it's also really tasking because there's so many people with so many good jobs good projects that come to them and it's hard for them to also pick who they would eventually nominate but doesn't mean we should stop we should just keep doing the best we can and just one day the sun will just shine brighter on your side you know and yeah let's not let's not let's not feel slighted in any way let's not feel like this yeah there may be some politics going on but let's not always look at it from that negative point of view that always because they know this person that's why they gave to this person they know this one that's why they gave to this one it may not always be that way it may not always be that way and we should just never stop never stop we shouldn't judge we shouldn't judge our good work by other people's other people's appreciation of it so never stop keep doing the great jobs that we always do yeah i love that it's so it's such a (laughs) take and uh, I Thank know I've ta- already taken a lot of your time. You're on a movie set, right? <laughs> so I really appreciate yes. you snuck off set for a few minutes to <laughs> yes. into your heart. Um, this was such a beautiful interview. I, I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank um, you. And I know everybody who's tuned in right now enjoyed it as well. Bisola, congratulations <laughs> on everything again. We're going to keep following. Thank you so much. We follow silently. Sometimes we comment, sometimes we like. <laughs> just know I am rooting for you. And I'm so excited about it. Thank you about so, so much. And uh, Thank you know, you. that African Oscar. Where's the after party? With yes! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thank Bisola. you, Mumbai. You're welcome. Uh, this is DFM Stereos, the A-list with Mumbai. That was Bisola. And uh, of course, I'm personal with her. Such a fantastic conversation. We'll see you soon. The world can't help but pay attention to Africa's entertainers. We do it like nobody else can. My name is Vimbai Mutimiri Ekpenyong, and I'm here to bring you access to the continent's biggest celebrities. From music superstars to iconic actors to the most well-known African names, you can hear them all on the A-List with Vimbai every single Thursday at 6.30pm only on ZFM Stereo. See.